I spoke with all three of their preferred caterers and each won 25000 to 30000 for food only. How many guests? I'm like, in what state? I'm Alaska? <laughs> for 500 people? I don't know. 500 polar bears. <laughs> 500 polar bears, three penguins. Okay. Are there penguins in Alaska? I don't think so. You could convince me right now <laughs> and I wouldn't doubt you. Do you know the answer? There are whales. There are whales. It's an underwater wedding. That's yeah. why it's so expensive. No, I think I think all the penguins are in the South Pole. That's I right. I said I didn't know, but I think I did. <laughs> I actually do know. Yeah. Okay. I'm the so... penguin guy. What's up, bridal babes? I hope you're ready to talk weddings with me on another exciting episode of your favorite wedding podcast, Bridal Buzz. I'm your host, Kat, and today we're joined in the studio by Christian. Hello. <laughs> Say hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. <laughs> happy Monday. Yes, happy Monday. We're recording this on a Monday. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell them a little bit about your history in the wedding world and what you do? Of course, yeah. So I am the event sales director at Fair Oaks Ranch Golf and Country Club. Uh, we actually did a Bridal Buzz episode out in September, yeah. I think, mm -hmm. kind of highlighting the venue, um, you know, the way that everything is there now. I have been in the events world for, I think, about three years now, something like that. Okay. Um, I've been working in the private club and hospitality, you know, world for about five now. Um, but about three years ago, I started working events, um, working on the execution side, and then kind of worked my way into planning, coordination, things like that. And then um, back in March, I came down to this job at Fair Oaks Ranch. It was the great promoted. state of Texas. Great state of Texas. Came down from <laughs> Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. Um, so thankfully, you know, didn't lose any of the love for country, barbecue, anything like that. Yep. Um, and I get to work at one of the most fun places in the world. Yes. So. so fun. So yes, bridal babes, Christian is a venue coordinator type role at his club, but he's also part of the LGBTQ community. And so today we're going to be not only talking about wedding venue specific questions, but also getting into the realm of this world of weddings that exists for everybody and mm -hmm. the fact that love is love and sometimes things look a little bit different for people in different communities and how do we approach that so we're going to talk about that and it's going to be fun it's going to be exciting it's going to be go. yeah <laughs> there might I be can't some wait. drama but it's going to be good not between us right? no okay <laughs> we'll spill the tea but not on ourselves okay yeah it'll just be out there <laughs> okay so before we get into the Reddit readings, I did want to do a this or that. Okay. So I'm going to read out a couple of different wedding related things, and I want you to tell me which one you would prefer. All right? Okay. I'm game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Glad. If not, this would be really awkward. Yeah. I'm going home, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. So, um, okay. Yeah. So first, this or that. Private first look or the first look at the ceremony? Oh, at the ceremony. Okay. Because I'm going to cry, but I want that. <laughs> I want that in the ceremony. I kind of want that yeah. in the pictures, you know, something that's so beautiful to me about the day is the big emotions. And I'm, I'm fully game for that happening at the I ceremony. I love that. And that's like including everybody in that emotion yes. too. Yeah. 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 Cool. I want it to be, um, 
I want it to be like real. I mean, not that it's not, but I want to really capture that, yeah. that moment. Be raw. Yeah. yeah. Raw. Mm-hmm. That's a better word. Mm-hmm. Love it. So personal vows or traditional vows? Ooh, okay. So me, I think I like the idea of personal vows. Um, just kind of what I saw growing up that was, you know, you see someone's videos go viral on Facebook or Instagram mm-hmm. of their personalized va- vows and, you know, how it connects to their story as a couple. And I love that so much. Um, my boyfriend's father is actually um, a pastor. And Aww. so he is a PK, a pastor's kid. And um, <laughs> that's, I, I learned that was actually a thing from another <laughs> one of my friends who's a preacher's kid. But um, so he grew up kind of seeing all of the really ornamental ceremonial weddings in right. the church. Right. And he leans a bit more towards the traditional vows. Since I've met him, I'm starting to weigh traditional vows a little bit more mm. because I'm seeing that through his eyes Aww. and the beauty that he sees in that. And I'm like, okay, now I don't know which way I'm going to go, but probably growing up, uh, personal vows. Now I'm a little split. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like there, there could be a way to do both. Even if you're not doing that private first look, like you could have your videographer just record you saying your personal mm-hmm. vows, um, before the wedding happens, you could do a, like a blind personal vows where you're just like holding hands on either side of the wall and say your personal vows to each other. Um, Cause I feel you too. Like I think personal vows are so fun and unique and it really allows the wedding guests to have a bit of insight into Mm -hmm. you as a couple that they might not have had, you know, half the people there might not know you personally. And so hearing your point of view and kind of your character come out in that way, uh, I think is special, but there is something to the traditional vows that is like so powerful to yeah. hear somebody say like in richness and importance, you know, it's... and you're finding, you're finding your own meaning within those traditional vows. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, it's almost like reading poetry where it's, you're finding yourself in something that already exists. Right. But in the wedding day, there's so many opportunities to, show each other and tell each other how much you love each other yeah i think no matter which way you do it it's it's going to be wonderful yes yes. and that goes for everything and on this show like we definitely have a lot of opinions but it's a diy do it for you not for us so make sure you make your own like that right diy okay yeah (laughs) yeah because we're like weddings can be diy but they also can be diy Mm mm-hmm and DIY weddings are not always DIFY. No. So, no. That's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, this is kind of a newer concept, and I didn't really know how to describe <clears throat> the difference between the two. But I've been seeing people give wedding dress codes to their guests that are like color specific, mm. like wear these shades of colors. Like so, an assigned color palette? Almost, okay. yeah. So, like, that kind of dress code or more of the simple like cocktail formal type of dress code are we saying a specific color palette for like different groups of guests or is it everyone needs to be in emerald green or are you saying it's kind yeah it could be that like and sometimes people say all of my wedding guests needs to need to wear white Mm -hmm. i want everyone to wear white or here are my my colors in the color palette pick something in there to wear because they want them to like fit the aesthetic of yeah. the wedding almost. I mean, if your if your photos are really, really important to you, and I know for a lot of people they are, I, I understand where that's coming from. 
Um, I think something that gives a little bit more freedom to allow people to kind of dress in something that is also comfortable for them right. that day is maybe um, I, I did see like a bridal party where not everyone was in the same dress. It wasn't even the same color, but they were just generally given a color palette of like five different colors. Yeah. And as long as they all went together, you know, the pictures were wonderful and it looked really cool. Right. You had some that were in like a forest green, some were in more of like a rust color. There was a bit of mustard in there and it all yes. blended really well. Mm -hmm. um, maybe, maybe that's a way to get everyone in on that aesthetic, but also give them that freedom of kind of dressing in a way that's comfortable for right. them. Right. So like not just one color, but giving them a palette of options. And then, you know, maybe not everyone is necessarily having to buy a new garment to attend, exactly. which might impact their ability to come. Yes. You know, yeah. That that's kind of where my mind goes. So you're like, if you were to do that, that's how you would approach it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how I would do it. Yeah. I like the idea of having specific colors. I mean, as a bride that is getting married in like almost two months. I'm oh my gosh. Out. So close. <sighs> um, people are asking me like, what color are the bridesmaids wearing? Mm -hmm. What color, you know, cause they don't want to wear the same color as the bridesmaids and all these things. And I'm like, should I have put colors on the mm -hmm. invitation? Should I put colors on the website? Personally, if you wear the same color as my bridesmaids, I'm not going to be freaking out right. you know they're wearing something pretty unique too so i highly doubt people be will be wearing the exact same thing as them um but i'm also not like if it makes you uncomfortable i'm sorry about that but it doesn't make me uncomfortable if you're wearing you know a pink jumpsuit just yeah. like my bridesmaids are or something so are they all wearing pink jumpsuits <laughs> so it it started out kind of like i don't want them to wear dresses okay so i sent them a bunch of pantsuits and jumpsuits um, in different shades of pink, peach, like beige, mm -hmm. the more I've like dove, dove in, dived into this with yeah. them, <laughs> dove. Um, I think that's a word. Dove. I dove, dove. in. I, I dove it's, in. It's not dove. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of them. Okay. Either or, uh, pink jumpsuits are the easiest thing to find. Yeah. So it'll probably be. Maybe some peachy, beigey tones in there, but I'm kind of thinking they're mostly going to be wearing different shades of pink jumpsuits. That's going to look great, though. One of them has a pantsuit already, though, so it's like there's going to be some mixing and matching of Perfect. like, yeah, and I'm really excited about it. Um, and all of Jackson's groomsmen are going to be wearing different shades of blue, too. Oh, good. Yeah. It's not often that I see a splash of color on the groom's side, so right? that's that's exciting. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, I might be wrong. Call me out, bridal babes, but I've never seen anybody having their groomsmen in mismatching outfits, so... No, I, I I haven't run into that. I have seen, um, I saw this one where they were all in emerald green mm. and I fell in love with that. That is a sexy color. Emerald green <laughs> with a gold tie. Wow. That just, that's good yeah, to me. That's like, I want to smell pine trees and yeah. give me, give me winter wedding. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the next one. Um, so for the reception, assigned seats. Or sit where we where you want. Assigned seats. Yeah. Um, not assigned seats, but at least assigned tables. Yeah. Like table numbers. Um, even if you're not assigning seats, I would say have table numbers because that gives some organization to it. But it honestly, you're doing a guest a favor, in my opinion, by telling them kind of where to sit because then yeah. they're not straddled with the uh, with the worry of, okay, am I sitting with someone that is saving a seat for someone else? Mm -hmm. You know, am I sitting too close to the bride's table would they right. prefer for someone else to be right. sitting you know this close to the couple yeah i think you're doing your guests a favor by at least telling them 
which table, which part of the room they're kind of expected to sit in. Agreed. It, yeah. I think a free for all is a, a little bit more stressful for the guests mm-hmm. than uh, one could anticipate because of all of those like etiquette stressors yeah. and just like, you know, if somebody has three people in their party and then there's two and then there's like an empty chair or you're and, moving chairs and adding extra settings yeah, and everything you makes know very messy yeah. situations yeah yeah it just gets complicated i agree and i agree on not you know you don't have to assign everybody their specific seat unless mm. you're doing um plated plated mm-hmm. with, options with options where they have to choose but yeah at least tell them generally where they should go and sit mm-hmm. down okay so wedding outfits suit or tuxedo Ooh. Um, you know, I've actually come to like the suits a little bit more recently. The tux is still classic, yeah. but I do, I, I think I might be in a suit on my wedding day yeah. personally. Yeah. Yeah. We just got Jackson his suit actually, mm-hmm. because after the wedding, we feel like it's going to be a lot more versatile. He you can, can use it again. Yes. Yeah. Like a tuxedo is for a very specific event. And we don't really go to those events very often. So, yeah. (laughs) And when it comes to the guests, I mean, if you're asking all the guys to wear a tux, you know, again, that comes back to the whole dress code thing. Um, If you're asking them to wear a suit, they might already have that. Yes. How many of us have a tux hanging in the closet? Right. Yeah. I know I don't. And if you do, it, it does it still fit, you know? No, probably not. (laughs) Like, because, yeah, I know a lot of people... Like, my dad is one person who his body has really not changed throughout my life. Like, he's always been the same weight. But a lot of people's bodies fluctuate, you know? And so if you got your suit for prom or, you know, some frat formal and now you're in your late 20s and it just might not be the same thing. So And that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's okay. You know. But it's just, yeah. So we don't know if uh, that's an option for everybody is -hmm. is all I'm getting at. Suit is, is, I think, um, just easier. Mm -hmm. Just easier. Yeah. And then you don't have to worry about people kind of like updressing. If you're doing suits and you're doing you know, formal or a semi-formal, just mm-hmm. I would recommend not doing a black tie yeah. if you're going to be wearing a suit as a groom or, you know, in your bridal party, um, just to avoid other guests wearing, you know, quote unquote, like a nicer outfit, mm-hmm. I would say. But that's to each their own, D-I-F-Y. D-I-F-Y. <laughs> so, okay. Cake or a dessert bar? I, I, I love a dessert bar so much. I mean, I love the pictures with the cake. I will probably still have one because I know that that's going to be important to my partner and I want to smush some cake into his face, yeah. right? Like <laughs> that's that going to be fun. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, if I did that with cheesecake, it would be almost rude. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> or like an apple pie, right? Like yeah. that's, that's a little too much. Yeah. So I'll do the dessert bar for you know, us and our guests to enjoy, but I'll probably still have a cake yeah. for, for pictures. Like and a just smaller cake. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that is becoming more and more what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I thought I was going to do. I did end up getting a, a bigger cake though, just because when I tried the cake, I was like, Oh, oh it's so good. so good. I want everybody to eat this. Um, so we might have some other dessert options at the end of the wedding for like a late night snack. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I'm seeing more and more just a small cake to have that tradition of cutting the cake. 
or having like a fake cake with just the bottom layer being real mm-hmm. so that you can cut it. Just something to have that tradition. See, I, I, I do like the idea of having like an actual cake because, you know, maybe you can save the topper or something True. like that. And you do have some cake for your guests if they do want to eat the cake. Um, so I probably won't do a fake one. Yeah. But I do understand the utility of that. Yeah. 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 Because, and I think what they typically do with the fake cake is they'll have sheet cake in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will fill in for the other Oh, tiers. see, and that I love. Yeah. 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 But it's just so that you can have that kind of like bigger cake, but not have to pay, you know, upwards of $1,000 just mm-hmm. to have a, a big cake look at your wedding. Yes. Um, and not everybody wants that big cake look. So to each their own. I, I've even done a wedding with a s'mores bar oh, before. Love that. That was a hit. Love that. That was a huge hit. Yeah. Especially like... At a hill country venue mm-hmm. in October, November, s'mores bar outside. So fun. Spring or fall. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's, you know, one of those two seasons where it's going to be a little bit colder at night, mm-hmm. uh, we've done s'mores bars and I mean, people love it. Yeah. So people get really creative and that that's an exciting thing to see. Yeah. I've heard like uh, milk and cookies bars too. Oh yeah. Super mm-hmm. cute. Yep. Sunday bars. Done mm-hmm. those. Mm-hmm. Here in Texas. I don't know if nothing bunt cake is everywhere. They are. Okay. Mm-hmm. They were in Nashville at least okay. when I was there. Yeah. I'm like, it might be a Southern thing. It might be everywhere. I could just be wrong. Right. But the Buntinis, those little tiny. Did they come in a martini glass? Oh, that'd be so cute. <gasps> no. Oh. They're just teeny bunts. Okay. Okay. Like teeny. Bunt Teeny tiny. Okay. Teeny, teeny tiny. Teeny tiny. <laughs> Buntini. They're like cupcakes without being in a cup. Oh, you that's know? so cute. Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen those at weddings too, like just little, and that you can have multiple flavors of these buntinis. So we did one, I think we did a brunch wedding in October that just had a whole spread. They had the red velvet, they had the carrot cake, and then it was, I think there was a cinnamon one as well. Oh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Without giving too much away. Okay. Okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll keep it secret. And then the day after I'll have one oh like, my on my doorstep, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, though, when I tried it, I was like, the saddest thing about my wedding cake is that I have to wait until my wedding day to eat it again. Don't you love that, though? Right? Because that that's something to look forward yes, to. Yes, exactly. And yeah. like, that's how I know that's the one. that I said yes to the you right cake. You made the right choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same thing with my wedding dress. I just like, I tried it on and I couldn't stop thinking about it for like three or four days. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess that's the one. Cause that's I've never, you know. I've never had that experience before. Yeah. If you've tried on 10 different dresses and the rest of them, you know, eh. yep, they're just over but my then head. You're dreaming about that other one. Literally. I woke up in the morning yeah. and was like typing in the name and the designer and looking at the online listing. Cause <laughs> I didn't have any pictures of myself in it on my phone. That was too risky. So oh, I'm just like okay. looking at the online listing, like, well, you're so beautiful. Oh my gosh. I know. I'm like in the process of finishing up my alterations and stuff, <sighs> which by the way, unrelated to this episode, mm-hmm. I want to introduce you to Ashley at Aisheree. Okay. She's literally right down the road from you. Oh my God. Wait. So I was just out on the town with Shauna with okay. Savvy Southern Events. We were um, going around and we were looking for a Cherie, but I think it took us to their old address. So I would love, yes, because we were trying to find them. Yeah. It's day. on the same road as you. As Fair Oaks Ranch. Then I probably just went to the wrong building. And it's okay. it's like there's a building and then behind that building is where they are. And it's like a two-story black with limestone, modern type of They are little... right behind Bloomhouse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So 
I'll be there tomorrow, actually. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, I'll be at the club. Yeah, maybe you I'll come, come say, say hi. hi. Yeah. Okay. Um, next. First dance. Would you want to do a slow, intimate first dance or something like fun and upbeat? For me, slow and intimate. Yeah. I was never a dancer. Okay. You know, the only dancing that I did was choreographed for musicals. Yeah. And I don't think we need... Uh, <laughs> Grease lightning at my wedding. You're the one that I want. Ah, well, actually, okay, that one we might be able to make some time for. Yeah. But for a first dance, I want it to be slow because honestly, I think Andrew and I are going to, you know, take a class for Mm. our first dance so that it can be like a really um, low anxiety experience. Yes. Because for me, like, I'm not a big dancer. You know, I don't go out on the dance floor much. It's just not something that. I love as much, but I want to have that first dance and I want it to be comfortable and yeah. fun and easy. So what about Andrew? Is he a dancer? Um, I think he probably is maybe more comfortable than I am, or I, I, I could be wrong. We, we, we don't <laughs> dance much together. We just don't. Um, we do other things. Yeah. So yeah, I think we're probably going to do a slow first dance and then get maybe some lessons. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I, I haven't, I don't even know what my first dance song is yet mm, so okay, yeah. that's where I'm at that's exciting though <laughs> I need to figure it out and I need like I'm comfortable dancing I grew up doing musical theater as mm-hmm. well and but my fiance is very much like a oh, let's just sway back and forth nobody's looking see I love that that's my speech that's your, yeah, yeah so I need to make sure he's comfortable mm-hmm. and we're not stepping on each other's toes and I t- typically will lead <laughs> if, if he's not leading I'll be like okay here's hey. what, this is what we're doing but we have to be on the same page so yeah. I totally I hope he's open to doing some lessons or just like watching some YouTube tutorials or something in in my mind it can only make you more comfortable on the day right? of to yeah. do that ahead of time yeah even if it's like oh my gosh this was the worst experience ever at least you can laugh about it and you you probably will feel more comfortable dancing with each other after doing something so ridiculous yeah absolutely yeah yeah so 10 out of 10 would recommend so are you thinking probably a slower song for your first yeah and and originally i was thinking something fast and fun because i knew jackson Mm -hmm. was more like doesn't like to be too serious and all that um but I, when I brought it up to him, he was like, no, let's do something more, like classic, you yeah. know? So I was like, oh, okay. Well, I was picturing us putting on Danny Zuko and, you oh, know, like, so to- I got chills. <laughs> and go coming in from the other uh-huh. opposite sides of the reception hall. Uh-huh. And, like, I had a whole thing mapped out of my head. Um, but, no, I think we're going to do something slow. Yeah. And actually, off the record today, I was listening to Sarah Vaughn's version of Come Rain or Come mm-hmm. Shine. And I love that song so much. And I was thinking about singing it for him. But I, there's something about singing at my own wedding that feels very much like showy and for uh-huh. everyone else and not actually for me and Jackson. I've had that thought too. And I've I've kind of stepped back from it because I'm like, okay, but what does that... I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm like, Jackson hears me sing every day. Mm-hmm. So to, to be like, I'm going to sing him a song and make it a big moment is right. like, that's not for him. Like you know? he's heard me, he's heard me sing in the shower. Yes, so, yeah. you know, literally he wakes up to me being like in the bathroom, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> I'm just so, kidding. okay. You might have the same experience as me. My partner, he 
you know, he's not the one that's going to be singing all throughout his day, but I'm cutting carrots. I'm singing a song about mm-hmm. it. I'm shampooing. I'm singing. I'm cleaning. I'm singing. Like, it doesn't stop throughout the day. No, it never stops. <laughs> and he just, he doesn't, he, he, he can't relate. He doesn't get he it. Doesn't so get he's it. like, oh my God, is there just always music? <laughs> yes. Yes, literally. There is. I've yeah. ever had somebody be like, wow, I've never met somebody who just like sings as much as you. And I'm like... <laughs> Is that a problem? Like, I'm no. feeling very self-conscious in your don't, presence now. Don't dull your sparkle. No, don't. I and yeah. I haven't. I'm not friends with that person anymore, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Sorry to the haters. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think about it this way, um, going back to the dance portion of it, like, you know, slow song or fast song. When I think about my wedding, honestly, what I think about most is what is going to pull at my heartstrings right. that day. Yeah. What is going to hit me right here, you know, where all of those romantic feelings are that I'm going to remember forever. And that's yeah. what I want. And I think a slow song is going to accomplish that for me. Yes. For me. Yes. It just is like such a mature moment too. Mm-hmm. Like could be fun to do something silly, but mm-hmm. there's just something so, yeah, like adult about a slow dance Mm -hmm. in front of a group of people (laughs) i like something um fun and energetic for like the introduction or maybe later in the night right Mm. but i think yeah for the first dance mine is going to be pretty slow and intimate yeah it could be fun to have like a flash mob moment halfway through the dance floor i could never coordinate my family to that level but i appreciate your confidence in thinking that i could you're like there's got to be a tiktok song that everybody can know a little bit of right yeah i don't know (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay how many do we have left i think just two or three um open bar or cash bar oh okay i don't even i I don't think i've gotten that far yet um i think open bar and if not open bar at least like some level of bar service that is covered yeah. by us like as wine the wine and beer wine and beer at least yeah. um and when i think about the crowd that's going to be attending our wedding it is probably more a wine and beer crowd and i also you know the recommendation that i always make to brides when we're planning their wedding and deciding which package to go with I say, you know, it really depends on uh, how much your guests are going to make use of that open bar package. Mm-hmm. If they're not going to have, you know, a drink an hour or something like that, if if your average guest is only going to have two drinks throughout the entire night, then you're probably better off doing open consumption or, you know, beer and wine and not doing that four hour open bar package. Yeah. And I think that's where mine is going to land as well, just because of who's going to be in attendance. Yeah, yeah. And it's like totally just knowing knowing your guest list, knowing your people and what is worth spending the money on yeah. and what you would rather spend somewhere else. Yeah. For sure. Because I have heard, you know, it does happen every now and again where a, uh, a wedding has, it goes open consumption rather than um, just like a prepaid open bar package. But they have a crowd where they really could have used a prepaid package Hmm. and then at the end of the night the bill is just astronomical so basically what i try to tell people and what i'm trying to think of for myself is as long as i don't think that that's going to happen if i just say you know hey charge us whatever is consumed then that that's a perfectly fine route to go yeah okay so that's open bar versus open consumption yeah um 
and I might be using the wrong words here, but like an, sounds right to me. <laughs> an op, like an open bar package, prepaid. You know, that'll be per hour per person over twenty one. Um, and then like a hosted consumption bar when it's hosted on consumption, that'll mean that uh, we as the couple or we as the family are paying for each of the drinks, but we're not prepaying for bottomless service. Right. We're just saying, hey, whatever you get is on us to your average wedding guest, both of those are an open bar. Right. Right. But then on <laughs> our end, it as far as planning, different. it makes a big difference. Yeah. 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 For sure. Interesting. I didn't, I knew there was the option, but I didn't know exactly what it was called. So yeah. Okay. So last question, indoor or outdoor wedding? Um, out. Oh, wait, no. Or both. Okay. So <laughs> For me growing up, I definitely thought probably an outdoor ceremony. Um, now that I'm with my current partner, I know that the ceremony is going to be in a church because okay. it's going to be a service right. as well. Right, um, Will his dad be the officiant? Or... I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know um, if that would be prefer preferred or not. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Right? You'll get there when you get there. Yeah, we'll get there when we get there. But I do know that it will be in a church, you know, because of that and you know his his family's connection to the church that's very right. important yeah. uh to andrew and because of that it's become important to me hmm. um in terms of the reception i need that to be inside because i need my air conditioning <laughs> yeah. i need that yeah you know. yeah bring the ac it's i was a... not made for the southern heat <laughs> no we were born in in the time where ac exists mm -hmm. and we like having it <laughs> yes please let's take advantage <laughs> please. yes please i will take the ac uh-huh check that on the list okay that's it for our this or that all right wedding edition with christian now let's get into some wedding stories from reddit um again we specifically looked for ones that were more geared toward venue specific mm -hmm. or lgbtq specific questions okay. so i'm really excited to get your take and your reaction to some of these situations and hopefully, yeah, hopefully bridal babes, you know, you guys get a lot out of this. And again, like, subscribe, turn on those notifications, leave a comment if you feel like you have a story to tell or you want to respond to one of these stories as well. We want to hear your takes. So the comment sections are always open and we are always dying to hear from you guys. So with that, let's go ahead and get into our first story. Okay. So... <clears throat> The title is Rant. Venue seemingly cannot remember that we aren't straight. Oh, wow. My fiancé and I are both AFAB, which <clears throat> means uh, assigned female at birth. And so we specifically chose a venue that claims to be supportive of LGBT weddings, even making a few lists of the most inclusive venues in our metropolitan area. However, they have sent us a number of messages asking about the groom and the groomsmen and where the quote, best man is and all that crap. It's so frustrating having to remind them every single time that there is no groom. And not that it matters, we both have extremely common names for girls born in the 90s. Nothing that could be considered gender neutral. Think like Sarah, Jessica, Elizabeth. Okay. Like, all they would have to do is read our names and they would be clued in that just maybe we aren't men. <laughs> And it's not like we want special treatment, but you'd think after spending 15 grand, you would go a slightly, you would get a slightly more personalized customer service experience. Mm. I can't imagine any bride, regardless of sexuality, would want to be called a man on their big day. And that's it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I have to wonder in in that scenario if have they met with the planner at the venue has or has mm. the planner at the venue met with them is really what I should ask because right. they should be reaching out and scheduling that appointment. Yeah. Because it sounds like that personal connection hasn't been established, which is so important, especially if having that, you know, inclusive experience, LGBT inclusive experience right. is going to be so important for you. You want to know who you're working with. Yes. Um, I know myself, if I kept getting asked about my bride or where the bridesmaids are. Now, I, I, I understand a little bit more the confusion with like bridesmaids and things like that, because when you think about, um, a, uh, you know, two guys getting married to two women getting married or any, any whatever really, in between any sort of queer wedding that yeah. falls under that LGBTQ plus umbrella, yeah. everything is going to be so unique to the couple. You don't want to make assumptions about uh, kind of how they're going to name this and how they're going to walk through all this. But right. if you know that it's two women that are getting married, I mean, the least you can do is not ask about the groom Yeah, I, in my mind, yeah. you know? I did meet a couple actually at um, our one of the most recent shows that we went to. I think it was the JW Marriott. Nice. And they were so, so sweet. And I started to ask them about, you know, what they were going to call kind of each of the different groups because I basically the wedding party. Yes. Right. Because that's always one of my first questions when I'm working with um, a queer identifying couple. Which is amazing. Well, and it comes from experience, right. you know, because I know what I would want to be asked, but I always want to ask them, you know, first of all, okay, what are each of you wearing? Cause I don't want to assume that you're going to be in a dress. I don't want to assume that you're going to be in a suit. Right. I don't want to assume that you're going to be in parachute like pants or anything. Mm -hmm. Like I, that is completely up to you. And those things kind of matter because you need to know in the timeline, do we need to, you know, bustle the dress, mm -hmm. things like that. So it's, those are important questions. And yeah. these days they matter to, you know, everyone, not just, um, not just queer identifying couples, Yeah, you know, it could be, I mean, everyone is just kind of, they're, uh, what D I F Y D I F Y. Yeah. Right. So, um, it's, it's important to know kind of what your bride and what your groom, whoever is involved in that wedding uh, needs and what they're looking for and who they are. Yeah. I think like you said, it's like establishing that personal connection That's and huge. yeah. And so I do, I do wonder, did you tour the, the venue in person before booking it? Did mm -hmm. you meet this venue coordinator? Like you're saying, have they seen, have they put face to name? Have they put, you know, identity to who you are as a client right. booking the venue? Still no excuse. No, um, no. You know, I think, they should at least be reading over a contract and seeing Jessica and Elizabeth is a pretty fair guess that this is two women getting married. And if there's any question there, they should be confirming with yeah. the couple before assuming that assuming anything. These are all questions that you ask up front. Right. And if you're asking the right questions, when you're talking to a bride, you're going to know in your first call yes. that you're dealing with, uh, with a queer couple. Yeah. Um, if you don't know that, then you're probably not asking the right questions or you're not taking the right notes. Yes. And every wedding, you know, at a venue is going to have a file of notes on them and mm -hmm. what they're looking for and where the plans are right now. And it sounds like someone either didn't read those or maybe there was some changeover in yeah. personnel. Yeah. Maybe someone um, new came in or yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's that that's unfortunate. I'm sorry. You yeah. Know. And it's interesting to me that this is a venue that claims to be supportive of mm -hmm. LGBT relationships. And it's sad that there are some that aren't, right? Yeah. And that as a queer couple, 
you have to be concerned about these things still in 2023. Um, but you know, the fact that they went out of their way to, to make sure that they were in a situation that they were going to feel comfortable and had the vendors around them supporting them and still felt like they weren't recognized for who they were, you know, um, it's really unfortunate. There's a big difference between saying, you know, I don't have a problem with you being gay versus I'm going to understand and celebrate that aspect of your identity and that aspect of this wedding because that is important to you. Yes. And you need to know the difference when you're choosing your venue, your coordinator, your vendors, everything there, because people will say that they're accepting, but you want to be more than just accepted. You want to be celebrated. Yes. And you want to be understood. Yeah. Yes. 100%. That is such a good differentiator to make because there are venues that yeah, you you can be gay and you can get married here, but it doesn't mean they understand where you're mm-hmm. coming from yeah. and are going to jump through hoops to make sure you feel celebrated and just as much of a bride or a groom or whatever you want to be referred to as mm-hmm. on your wedding day as possible. So I do hope... Um, that this couple still had an amazing wedding regardless. I'm sure they did. Right. Because at the end of the day, the people who don't pay attention to details, the people who disregard, you know, who you are, we, we can leave them in the dust. Like, yes, they work at the venue, but it doesn't define your venue and it doesn't define your wedding and it doesn't define your big day. So it is your day. Exactly. Um, and so, The top comment on this says, that's ridiculous. Even if it was an automated or copy-paste message, it's easy enough to say happy couple or wedding party and Mm -hmm. just take gendered terms out of the equation. I would absolutely complain. And then another person says in a different comment, ah, yes, venues that list themselves as LGBTQ plus inclusive because they don't see themselves as actively hating queer people, but also don't care to do the work to be actual allies to the community by removing gendered language and challenging their own assumptions, like assuming a wedding has a bride and groom by default. Mm -hmm. And that is going to be the difference between acceptance and celebration. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want to just be accepted on your big day. You want to no. be celebrated. No. Yeah. I mean, who wants to who wants to walk out of the dressing room and see their coordinator or whoever on the big day and just be accepted? Right. No. You you want or to Or then be, be like surprised that you're not the gender that they thought or, right. you were. Oh my oh. gosh. <laughs> Walking in on the you're day. You're in the groom suite? That's oh, so sorry. Yeah, like yeah. Because what I think about with the situation is okay, it sounds like this has already been going on for some time and that's what makes it, you know, truly it's more than a faux pas at that point Mm -hmm. because it's continued and it sounds like they've corrected them. Yes. How far does that go before you eventually realize, right? I mean, what if you are a week out from the wedding and it finally, that light bulb finally goes off and it's like, Oh, well our venue actually isn't compatible with that in the way that it's laid out. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if if you're somewhere where they have specific men's dressing rooms and women's dressing rooms, right, and like the a, way the public lock shared spaces, and right? You don't the way that you're planning your wedding doesn't fit with that. You need to know that, mm-hmm. and they're not going to be able to give you that information if they don't know who you are. One hundred percent. Ooh, to all the the venue coordinators out there, listen to your couple. Listen, <laughs> read their names. Yes. <laughs> Get on the phone. Ask a couple questions. FaceTime them. Ask for some pictures of their, like, you know, proposal. Get to know them. Make them feel special, regardless of, 
who they are and who right. they're marrying. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, okay. Great response. Next question. So the title of this one is asked to change my wedding date, dot, 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 help. Hi. So my fiance and I got engaged a few months ago and we signed our venue, DJ, food, etc. for July 2022. My cousin recently got engaged and lives in the Mediterranean. She found a venue and because of work commitments, school not being out and concerns about weather, also wants to get married in July 2022. My aunt and my own mother have been persistently asking us to change the date to accommodate my cousin as, quote, we can get married any time of the year. I'm not sure what to do. All our things are booked. My fiance's family booked their planes and travels around our wedding. I was even told that most of our family will go to the Mediterranean as everyone is eager for a vacation opportunity. Any advice or thoughts would be appreciated. And it looks like this was one year ago. So it was about six months before their wedding. But wow. the, yeah. So I think I actually read this one. I oh, think really? I, I, I know this one. Um, so you're on Reddit. I, Okay, I'm cool. On Reddit. I'm not posting, like but I'm reading. How many bananas did you scroll last I'm year? reading. I want to know. <laughs> right. And um, I did come across this one. Was this in um, AITA? Um, it, they might have posted it in okay. AITA. We don't read AITA here just right. because I don't, I try not to use cuss words. And yeah. it's like, you can't not when yeah. reading things from <laughs> Am I the Beephole? So, mm-hmm. um, but they could have said, I think like, it eventually been... maybe they're saying, you know, AITA that I'm not going that to I'm change not. my wedding. I think that's what happened. I did oh. see it was an update post because I saw it on that uh, on that subreddit. I want to go and look at their account and see if I can find it. Yes, please. Because if it wasn't them, then it was someone with the same story. And I feel so strongly about this. No, do not change a thing because you had your wedding planned out. How f- I mean, It sounds like they had this planned out more than a year in advance. Yeah. And then someone is deciding six months away that they're going to... I mean, the cousin knew about the wedding date when they booked this venue. They could have done it a month later. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. They really could have. And or like a month earlier. A month earlier, yeah. a month later. I mean, it, it, the weather is beautiful in the Mediterranean. Right? So it, Yeah, I'm sure June versus July, there's not much of a difference. I wouldn't know, but yes. <laughs> you know, I'm sure it's all wonderful. And I, really the problem is uh, just asking someone to make that big of a change just so that someone else can do something that hasn't even been set in stone yet. Yeah. When you've booked your venue, I mean, think, Everything. About, Catering. think about the deposits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is auntie or mom going to pay for that? Right. Yeah. Is cousin yeah. going to help you cover the, the price to change your date on yeah. all of your contracts? Because that adds up. Yeah. Especially once you're getting closer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I did go and look at their profile and they have a lot of stories posted about their wedding actually. Oh, okay. And so it looks like there's some on, there's one on the LGBT weddings subreddit. There's one on wedding shaming subreddit, wedding planning subreddit. Oh my gosh. Um, and there is one on AITA to, uh, but asking, um, to can't, it, it, you know, it, am I, yep. To cancel bridesmaid's speech at my wedding. Um, I don't see uh, AITA for telling my husband we should use our baby planning money to compensate our wedding venue. <laughs> I'm the same <laughs> person. I'm going to have to uh, save this account. This and is we're someone gonna... that needs to be on the pod. <laughs> right? right? They're like putting it out there for people too. I love yeah. it. Okay. I'm saving. I'm following this person. <laughs> I'm coming back to your stories. 
They have 1,200 karma. I want to be your friend. That's a lot, right? Yeah, that's a good... I mean, I don't really engage much on yeah i want to but uh yeah that's a lot of credit it means you're definitely on there yes. and doing stuff yeah and people are voting for your yeah. stuff okay. too mm -hmm. yeah um okay so at the bottom of this post it also says p.s okay i must also mention that we are two men getting married and most of my family does not accept it for religious reasons this is why their wedding is getting put to the wayside and yep. that hurts so much to yeah. hear i'm so sorry to this couple yeah over the past five months, we have had to endure an intervention and in being told that two men should not have a ceremony or walk down an aisle, should not be able to commemorate a wedding with a kiss or have a first dance. We have been called an abomination and essentially told that our wedding is less than that of my cousin. It's been so hard. I don't even think I read this section wow. when I picked out this story today, actually. Um, that's... That's awful yeah i mean at that point do it for yourself yeah, if your family if your family is not going to come and it sounds like unfortunately they might not they might have already been planning not to come yeah because they're taking issue with the, the ceremony. excuse that they That's needed the excuse. yeah um you know find someone who is going to celebrate you invite yes. them yeah yeah. Because that's that's the person that you need at your wedding is 100%. someone who's going to stand in that with you and celebrate you. Yep. I mean, it's 2023. And at this point, I, I would uninvite them to the wedding. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what? You don't have the option to come to my wedding anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge advocate for if someone doesn't support your relationship, why would, why would you they want be at them? The wedding? Yeah. Why are they? That's the day where you show up to support and celebrate. Oh, yeah. I, you're not invited if you don't support. So... And that's like one of the most heartbreaking things to experience while wedding planning is realizing people's true colors yeah. and thinking, you know, maybe they'll change. Maybe their minds will be open. It can opened. bring a lot out of people. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. You see it all the time. And so it seems like this Reddit user is just uh, at this point realizing like my family is not going to open up to the fact that I'm marrying a man mm -hmm. and that's just so heartbreaking to me I, you know i don't have that exact experience where people are that it's just different but i i do yeah. have to uninvite and not allow people to be there on my wedding day because they're not supporting me uh in my relationship so and why why would you go to an event to celebrate a relationship that you don't support right you know for free food and drinks free food and drinks okay <laughs> um i you know i feel for this couple i also feel confident that they found a solution that works for them yeah. because it sounds like they've got a good head on their shoulders and that yeah. they my hope is that they they would come to the realization that okay would let's just make this wedding day happen have the people there that are important and pardon my language screw anyone else yeah you know yeah literally they can go eat their own eggs yeah <laughs> no those are too expensive eggs are not these days <laughs> save the eggs Oh, okay. the The top comment on this says, "Um, they can wait until 2023. Then they can literally. Like, if you want a July wedding so badly, sis, wait in line. Yeah. Like, and if you want to take a July Mediterranean vacation, then great. Okay, go with us. Celebrate after the wedding, mm -hmm. before the wedding, whatever you know. But celebrate." this union because yeah. this is beautiful yeah it also i'm like questioning the cousin here like mm -hmm. can you not can you chill you know can do you have no respect for 
your cousin who has already it planned their wedding. Sounds are, like it. Right? Like, no respect. Yeah. It's really unfortunate. No concern. Like, no chill. No chill. No chill here. Um, let's see if there's anything else. <laughs> this is going to be a good profile to just, like, sit back with a glass of wine and just scroll. Well, I'm like, I want to know where these guys are at in two years. I want to know where they are now. Like. <laughs> has the we the wedding happened? How's the baby planning going? Did the date happen? I, yeah, okay. I think they had the wedding. Let's okay. see. Let me just see if there's any. I mean, I saw the update of can we use wedding planning money or baby planning money for, for to compensate the wedding venue. The I venue. think that was what it was. I hope not for rescheduling. Oh, my gosh. I hope they didn't. Because that, that is your day. This was uh, half a year ago. Hello, strangers of wedded. I know this title sounds bad, but here we go. My husband and I recently got married, and it was a beautiful day. Truly the best day of our lives. Yay. Yay. We love a happy ending. Woohoo! So it sounds like um, there was a an issue the day of the wedding where something was broken at the venue. Oh, okay. And so they are now having to pay the venue back for... Like her, it says, uh, the husband, the husband's aunt slipped on a broken step, has a broken shoulder, something. Oh, she intends to sue the company that owns the oh. venue. That's messy. This is why. <laughs> hmm. That's a whole different episode. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's an hour long into, conversation. Right? Right Liability there. contracts, yeah. wedding insurance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll get to that on a different episode. But I'm definitely, I followed this account. If if him and his husband ever update, we will know. Good. And we the will... baby plans, I want to know. Yeah, I want to know where those right? are. Ugh. Okay. So I think that's, I think that pretty much sums it up. I mean, the other people, oh, here's one that he responded to. So they said, also, I would be angry and sad. Someone else commented. Mm -hmm. Also, I would be angry and sad if my mom said something like this to me. How yeah. are you feeling? OP responds, honestly, have spent a good bit of the day crying and feeling like garbage, but we all get through it. Thanks for asking. Heart emoji. Aww. See, I feel so much more for this couple. Already the whole situation was like messy and unfortunate, but then that extra layer. The backstory. There, it's just, it, it tugs at my heartstrings. Yeah. And like, it's just, it's so hard to hear family uh, being caught up in their own backwards opinions mm -hmm. on things um instead of just loving him for who he is and celebrating the fact that he's going to be with somebody that loves him absolutely you know that is the most important thing at the end of yeah the day. Do, 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 do. oh my gosh this one's crazy okay <clears throat> i'm ready fire away <laughs> i got robbed at my own wedding what title says it all mostly need to vent my wedding was amazing until it was just about time for my exit, and I went to the bridal suite and found our wallets had been stolen. Why did I pay so much for security to be robbed at my own wedding? They had spent 2k before we even knew it because neither of us had our cell phones on us to get the bank alerts on our phone. Venue doesn't seem to care at all and doing nothing to rectify the situation. They were actually mad when they found out I was allowed to see the security footage. Oh my gosh. Not only was 2K stolen, but so was our wedding night. I'll never get that back. Instead of being blissfully happy with my husband, I ended up crying, filing a police report, mm. and calling our banks, credit cards, etc. until 3 a.m. this morning. And that's it. 
It doesn't have any resolution. No there. freaking resolution to this story. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I I can't imagine um, the just like vulnerability I would be feeling in that moment. Yeah, I mean, vi- I would feel violated. So violated. Yeah. Yeah. To um, think that my personal items were in a private room that people didn't have access to mm-hmm. and they went missing is just terrifying. It is it, it is important on the venue side to really let the couple know kind of which spaces are secure and which spaces aren't. Because right. if you're going to, if you're thinking that a room is secure, that actually isn't, I would rather just know up front, this room isn't secure. Okay. I won't keep my wallet in here. I won't keep my phone in here. Right. That will be somewhere else. Yes. But to, to walk in and have that feeling of security and privacy and then know that it was rummaged through, that's really... yes. Yeah, that's a vi- that's it's a violation. It's not okay. And every venue venue is different, right? Mm-hmm. Like at Fair Oaks Ranch, it's also a country club. Yeah, it at, is. At hotels, there's going to be other guests that are staying at the hotel that maybe they don't have access to the section of the hotel where mm-hmm. the weddings are at. But we, I don't know. Every every venue is different. Yeah. And so it's very important to know ahead of time, you know, how much public access does the space have uh-huh. also do i trust the people that i'm inviting to my yeah, wedding that you because you're also bringing people uh-huh. you are bringing people into that equation and let's let's be honest when people are involved things get complicated yes and when drinking is involved oh pe- yeah people get complicated <laughs> <laughs> i without mentioning names know of somebody who was a bit unhinged you know wasn't in the healthiest place of their life and mm. stole the tip jar from the dj oh no and went and bought illegal things oh no yeah so crazy things happen at weddings crazy things happen when people are under the influence and um i think this story actually is has a little bit of a deeper i I read the comments a little bit so i'm going to point out again that they put in the story that the venue was mad when they found out that they were going to have access to the security footage from that night yeah why would the venue be mad yeah, I, I would have to wonder, um, first of all, if the venue is mad about it, how did, how did they even get access to security footage without the venue knowing? Mm. I mean, you would have to go through someone at the venue. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like, you know, someone at the venue was mad at one of their own employees for sharing that, which... Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, first comment. That's awful. Did you see anything useful on the security footage? OP responds, we sure did. I'm not sure how much I'm legally allowed to say yet, but it was an inside job. And that's why they were mad. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I'm like, what in the sketchy? Like, you never know. There could always be one bad... What's the phrase? One one bad egg. One, one bad, bad egg. apple. <laughs> yeah. One bad apple in the batch. I, I yeah. What, one bad bean. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. They are... You can't always blame the space right. for there being one person, but you know, if there's but the cover up, that's what makes yes. it so bad. Yes. Like who was in on it? Right. Like why was the whole staff trying to take money from this couple? Does this happen often? Right. Is this like a continued scheme that this venue was doing? And I hope not. Right. I feel like probably not because how would you ever book another couple after that the responsible thing to do in that situation if you have footage 
especially footage that indicates that it's an inside job. Again, whatever that means, whatever we're <laughs> legally allowed to discuss. But if you have that sort of evidence with you, you should take it upon yourself to make that known and make the situation right and not have that employee work for you anymore. Those yes. th That should be your course of yes. action. You should not be trying to hide it. Yeah. You should be trying to say, how can I save face here you know that looks a lot better to me on, yeah. on the back end of the whole experience is to if you if i can say okay my venue i experienced this like hypothetically my wedding i experienced this but then they came back and they helped me find the person that had done mm -hmm. it all of a sudden you've become my hero yes. in helping me figure yes. that out and you could have done that mm -hmm. but you didn't yeah instead they were like an evil sidekick <laughs> an accessory to yeah, it an accessory literally yeah to crime oh yeah. gosh so you know i've never heard of a story like this before so i don't want to like make people out there fearful for yeah. their personal belongings this is not why i brought up this story i think it's just how do you handle these situations that are unexpected in mm -hmm. general like no one could have anticipated that no and it, it sounds like they were fully led to believe that that was a private secure area yeah too. and paid two thousand dollars for security to be present yeah. that day wow yep so that's really unfortunate um and i don't even know what to say in that maybe you know if you know that there's not a space in your venue that is secure that you can lock the door to mm -hmm. but then it's like what <clears throat> if employees have access to that right I, it's this is a very out there story again um and I don't want to make it seem like this is going to happen to anybody. Yeah, I, I, so. I wouldn't want anyone to be worrying and bringing mm -hmm. seven different lock boxes and a safe no. on their big day. Exactly. You know, but I just sounds, thought this was so crazy. That is so crazy. Yeah. And it's it, it's sad to hear. Yes. I just, I had to put it on the podcast because, yeah, you know, this is this person's story and it needs to be shared because they didn't deserve that. Good on them, though, for uh, advocating for themselves because it sounds like they had an individual on the venue side that was willing to help them mm -hmm. and that, you know, Gave helped them, them give the that information. Mm -hmm. And now they're going to use that to resolve the situation because the venue wasn't willing yeah. to. That's unfortunate. Um, looks like OP was able to get the money back on the credit card. Um, but they also ended up taking all of the tips for their vendors. Like they had cash that they were going to hand out to the DJ, to the and bar. And that was stolen. Yeah. Wow. And that makes me sadder that than is low. anything. Because the, that was money that was going to very hardworking people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and yeah, bridal babes, if you didn't know this, tip your vendors. Tip your vendors. Yes. They go above and beyond for you and deserve an, a little bit of extra love for how hard they work uh, for us. So, ooh. That, that, yeah, that, I think that's, that's just the extra adding insult to injury yeah. is I, not only was this my money, but I was planning to use it as essentially a gift to thank someone for going above and beyond. Yes. And now I either can't do that or yeah. I'm out however much it was and I still, I'm still doing it, mm -hmm. but. Like he didn't just steal or whoever stole whoever. from them didn't just steal from the couple getting married. They stole from everyone yeah. that invested their time into that big day those vendors are never going to want to go back to that venue oh, too. oh uh, yeah. my gosh that's so painful yeah and, and imagine you know let's say you're working with the planner coordinator that uh you know organized that whole wedding day 
all of her client or all of their clients moving forward. Mm-hmm. Well, the last time we went to that venue, just so you know, just I, so yeah, you know, like I would feel obligated to share that yeah. too. And so it, it is unfortunate that the venue didn't do everything that they could in that moment mm-hmm. to make sure they were on, on the good, good guy side of the Absolutely. thing, the story. Yeah. Um, you want to make it right. Yeah. And you, yeah, because weddings are so word of mouth and if you don't have a recommendation from somebody who went there and had a wedding mm-hmm. or whatever it's hard to know that you can trust them so and it's, weddings are emotionally charged as well well yes. i don't know why you would want to play with fire in that scenario <laughs> right okay let's move on to the next story <clears throat> do, 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 do. there's the singing <laughs> never ends <laughs> Okay, so venue and I had a disagreement and they canceled my wedding. I just need to vent. I booked my wedding at the beginning of February. This was about a year ago. I went to the venue and loved it. During my tour there, I specifically asked the owner if their preferred vendors were required and she said no. I put my deposit down and continued on my planning journey. I spoke with all three of their preferred caterers and each one 25,000 to 30,000 for food only. How many guests? I'm like, in what state? I'm Alaska (laughs) for 500 people. I don't know. 500 polar bears. (laughs) 500 polar bears, three penguins. Okay. Are there penguins in Alaska? I don't think so. You could convince me right now and I wouldn't doubt you. Do you know the answer? There are whales. There are whales. It's an underwater wedding. That's yeah. why it's so expensive. No, I think I think all the penguins are in the South Pole. That's I right. said I didn't know, but I think I did. <laughs> I actually do know. Yeah. Okay. I'm the so, penguin guy. Okay. Based upon the owner's representations to me, I started to look elsewhere. I found a business I really liked, and he reached out to the venue to get a better idea of the availability to his company. Mm-hmm. The owner promptly emailed me that the preferred vendors are exclusive. Now, I'm an attorney, so words matter to me. Yeah. Not once in my meeting with the owner nor the contract that she had me sign mentioned we had to use a preferred vendor. When I brought up that she stated we didn't have to use a preferred vendor and I did not agree to that in the contract, she backpedaled and she said she must have misunderstood my question. What? When I asked her to reconsider, she stated she would just send me my deposit back. So now I just feel disheartened. It's still about 15 months away, but as we all know, stuff books fast and I live in a small state. I'm sad and frustrated and I'm starting to understand why the wedding business gets such a bad rap. Oh, that is so unfortunate because I I mean, it, it, it is situations like that. I've toured couples where they have that, you know, fear in their eyes because they've heard those stories. And unfortunately, they do happen. Yeah. Um, Words matter. Yeah. And I think something that we've run into now in all, however many stories it's been, all of these stories is communication Mm -hmm. is so key in planning and organizing and executing a wedding. Yes. If you're not communicating, you know, as a vendor, as um, a family member that's involved in the planning process, as a bride or a groom, then... You, you just have to communicate. So I'm so glad that this, um, was it a bride or a groom or? They didn't mention anything about. I'm so glad yeah. the OP mm-hmm. um, stood up for themselves and 
you know, kind of read through that contract because read your contracts. Yes. It is so important. Yes. Tip your vendors, read your contracts, communicate. Uh, those <laughs> are going to be our three, three lessons today. Yeah. Um, and DIFY. Yeah. Um, can't forget that one. Can't forget it. But you have to communicate clearly. If that contract doesn't uh, require that, then they they should not be able to just switch that up on you yes. after after it's signed and paid. Yes. And like the verbiage required mm -hmm. versus preferred. Yeah. If you're going to call something preferred, that is like, that does not say anywhere yeah. in the word that it is a, an essential must have. No, yeah. you cannot use anyone besides this vendor. And, and from the way that this reads too, it doesn't even sound like, you know, the venue said, well, we have requirements for vendors yes. that they have to meet and this vendor doesn't meet it. It yes. sounds like they just said, our vendors are exclusive. It has to be one of those. Yes. And that is, that's the problem because I, I understand having requirements for your vendors. I've got requirements for vendors as well, but, um, I don't say that you have to choose from a specific list. They just yeah. come with a strong recommendation, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. because you can advocate for them. Yeah. We, we love them. They've done wonderful work and they know the facility. So yeah. I highly recommend them. But yeah. if you have, you know, a very specific florist that you want to work with, who am I to stand in your way of, you know, changing that aspect right. of your dream wedding? Yeah. And I do know some venues have required specifically for catering, maybe yeah. bar service, because yep. they have worked with a wide variety and mm -hmm. they know who can work the space well. Every venue is different, has different kitchens and catering, yeah. you know, prep rooms um, and liabilities when it comes to serving alcohol. So I have seen that before, but it's stated, required. Yeah, this let is me our be list. clear. Mm -hmm. There is no issue with having a required vendor list. I mean, that is something that a lot of venues have and they have it because it works mm -hmm. and it protects their investment in yes. the venue for all the other couples that are going to be, you know, using that venue for the most important, well, for, for many, one of, their, one of the mm -hmm. most important days of their lives. Yeah. Um, I do not have a required vendor list many do and power to them because that's what works well for their business model. They do the work of stating it up front exactly. and making sure that that's clearly communicated. And that's the important thing. Where here. it gets messy is covering that up or miscommunicating. Yes, exactly. Know. Just not like if you're going to use the word preferred and I might be wrong, but in mm -hmm. this industry, that means recommended. It doesn't mean f you have to use these. Yeah. I think, um, I think every venue is different and there are some that do have preferred lists where that can mean a little bit more than just preferred. But what really matters is the verbiage in the contract right. and the verbiage on that it says on that list, whether or not it's required or just highly recommended. I know that there are some where they have a preferred vendor list and you either have to choose from that list or you have to get a vendor approved. approved. Right. right. Um, so it just, every venue is different, know the rules, communicate to your clients and communicate with your vendors. Yeah. 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 And ooh, I'm just going back to that price for food. It's, that's crazy. I really want to know how many people that was and what they were serving. I know. Like, was it lobster it makes, tail? I, I hope. <laughs> and like filet mignon mm -hmm. with gold flakes? <laughs> it could be. Well, and I guess, you know, what else was included with that service? Right. But I... <laughs> That, that's that's Sorry. a hefty price tag. You're good. <coughs> Sorry, bridal babes. <clears throat> Just choked on my own spit. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> it did say for food only. 
It wow. wasn't food and drinks. Wow. Not yeah. food and drinks and it's not decor yeah. or anything no. like that. Wow. I, for, yeah. It doesn't say linens. doesn't say any kind of table decor rentals. And I could understand 25000 for food and drink for like a 250 yeah, person yeah. wedding and they're getting the gold package. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like that's not an entry level food option. No. And what what I think is the key indicator here, it sounds like they were able to find someone who was offering quality services right. at a different price point. So it it just sounds like all the vendors that were required had that high price tag to them. Yep. And it's, it sounded like she was in a small state. So maybe, you know, I'm picturing like Rhode Island or Vermont, like things are just maybe more expensive. Did, but What did she say? I think I missed that. She said, or, or they, I guess we don't know. Yeah, right? sorry. Um, OP said, it's still about 15 months away, but as we all know, stuff books fast and I live in a small state. Oh, small state. Okay. I'm sad and frustrated. Yeah. So it's yeah. not like you have a whole lot of people to choose from that mm -hmm. might be licensed within that state. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that can be frustrating within itself and mm -hmm. to go through all this work for them to find a vendor that will work with them and then have to go back to square one. Because you can't really book anything until you book your venue. No, no, you can't. Like, and, and I worry that others might have already been booked at that point. Yeah, especially if you're in a small state. Mm -hmm. So, OP, I hope everything ended up going well. Let's see if they have any updates. Yeah, my heart goes out to you because... Yeah. Again, though, I am loving these couples standing up for themselves and knowing the rules because that is really, really the key. Yeah. Um, they have some other stories asking wedding questions. Um, it seems like their, their wedding is still in like maybe f five months. Okay. They still have some time. Exciting. I know. Right. I'm sure. I mean, if it was 15 months and now it's five, I'm sure they figured it out at yes, this point. Yes. And they're posting like, you know, e exciting things about their wedding engagement ring. Oh, so it does look like it's a pretty. Bride. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I do hope you have a good wedding and it would be amazing. I'm going to try and reach out to you and see how yes. that's going. And hopefully you hear, you, you see it and maybe you'll listen to this episode and hear what we have to say and know that you're not alone. You're not. You're and not. you have a support system here that will, we love you. Yeah. We <laughs> freaking love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Next story. Oh, this one just geeked me out when I read the title earlier. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> my parents might not be coming to my wedding because of a llama show they go to every year. <laughs> Weren't expecting <laughs> that, were you? <laughs> what? <laughs> what in the llama? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Longish post. I, 23 female, am getting married to my fiance, 29 male, this summer and have no idea if my parents will be going or not. Backstory. When I was a kid, I saw a llama in the newspaper and wanted it. So we got two, which in the last 15 <laughs> years has turned into a family business of over 100 llamas. What? Where we breed, sell, and show llamas all over the U.S. Throughout the summer months, we usually go to 10 to 20 shows. My mother, 51 female, is the main force behind the business as she does most of the administration work, showing, and marketing for the farm. And my dad, 50 male, does the driving to and from shows and the physical farm work. 
Also like to add that the llamas are not my parents' main source of income, and they both have careers separate from the farm. This sounds like a family I want to be friends I with. I know. I really <laughs> want to I want to know what's going on. Go-getters, like, just, you know, raising llamas on the side. Well, and I feel like dinner at their place farm to table not not like llama <laughs> not llama but <laughs> i just <laughs> oh my god no llama not was the llama burgers the no um but it sounds like you know they have a, a very cool Wholesome. agrarian lifestyle yes yes you know. if they have space for a hundred llamas just ca or like casually had two llamas right seem like pretty down-to-earth people right and yeah. growing from two to one hundred right that's Insane. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Side note. <clears throat> My mother has always been difficult about everything. <laughs> so we're not coming into this with any baggage, right? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. Yeah. Um, when I graduated from basic training, she refused to go. And when asked, it was because she had to, quote, stay home to feed the llamas. We have a girl we paid to come feed the llamas when we go to shows. So it's not like she had to stay. Then, when my dad wanted to go, she let him on the condition. He drove the trailer and picked up a llama she bought on the way. <laughs> if you go, you better pick up that llama. Oh, my gosh. Um, it was three hours out of the way of an already 15-hour drive, adding an extra six hours to the trip. Don't come back without the llama. <laughs> the current issue. Back in December, I was trying to book a venue for my wedding and asked my parents, grandparents, and mother-in-law if there was any dates that would absolutely not work for them. Mm -hmm. Everyone said, whenever works, we will be there. My mother flat out stated that she was not going to any llama shows under a certain show association. <laughs> so dramatic. Okay, cool. So a week later, I let everyone know we had three dates in order of preference for the wedding, to which everyone, again, said no problem. Okay. My mom did mention the third option was the same day as the llama show my parents normally go to every year, but it is a run... It, it, but it is run by the show association she didn't want to support. Hence, oh, they great. wouldn't be going. Great. A week after that, I hear back from the venue, and they have my third option date available, but not the first two. So I receive... Uh, so I reserved it and reached out to mother-in-law, grandparents, and parents to let them know the date I set. I didn't get a response right away from my mom, so I called my dad, and he tells me he's excited and he'll be there. Then in the background, I hear my mom saying, that's the weekend of the llama show, and I don't know if I want to go to the show or not. To which I tell her the venue is already reserved. After a few days, I call her to talk about wedding planning things, and she tells me flat out, I'm not going. I'll be at said llama show. I told her, fine. I guess if this one show you attend every year is more important than her only daughter's wedding, so be it. After a week or so, I'm talking to my grandmother who tells me my mom told her over the phone that she is incapable of driving the llama trailer to the show by herself. So it's likely she could crash and die and it will all be my fault. What? Drama. Dr llama drama. Llama drama. Oh. Couple. Llama drama from the Llama Mama. <laughs> llama Mama, keep it calm on the oh. drama. <laughs> <Too> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're all dying in this office. Okay. <clears throat> Not to like undermine how this, the real emotions here, but it yes. is just yes. llamas being involved. This is just geeking me out. <laughs> um, 
Okay. After a week or so, I'm talking to my grandmother who tells me, blah, blah. Okay. We read that. A couple days later, I call my dad to check in with him. And he says he's not sure if he can go as she's telling him he has to go to the llama show now too. And if he goes to my wedding, he will not have a home to return to. When trying to send out save the dates, she would refuse to give me certain people's contact info because, quote, if I'm not going, they won't want to go. Her exact words. So currently my dad is trying to find the right time to tell her he's going. But he has always been a bit of a pushover, so I'm genuinely worried he might not be able to go. My mother has also started telling people, my grandmother included, which is how I found out, that I planned for my wedding to fall on this llama show weekend because I knew she wouldn't be able to make it and I'm doing this so she can't go because I'm, quote, a bully and she has to go to this show or else it will, quote, hurt the business. I don't think I'm being the a-hole in this and neither does anyone else I've talked to about it. Any words or advice would be appreciated. That was long-winded. I'm sorry. No. Let me know if you need me to read any of that back to you. No, I, I think <laughs> the reading comprehension is coming through. Okay. Um, oh, gosh. I'm so sorry. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. It seems um, like mom has some, um, I don't want to call them issues, but just obstacles in her own life uh -huh. to work through. And yeah. that is coming out in a lot of different areas that... It's like a personal problem and other people are having to deal with it now. Here's here's the thing is our bride. Yeah. She did the work mm -hmm. of confirming that that day would work, confirming that that was not a show that the business needed to go to. Yeah. We also have the context of knowing that there are 20 to 50 <laughs> llama shows in a summer. <laughs> You know, yeah, so, ten to twenty, yeah. Oh, ten to twenty. But still, ten, so many shows. Ten to twenty. Yeah, that's a lot of llama shows. Um, <laughs> I think I don't know, but I think that's a lot of llama shows. But yeah, if you've if you've done the work of communicating that the, these are the days that are available, this is not our most preferable date, but um, it we might have to do it. Yeah. And then your answer is, well, I'm not going to that other show anyway, so go ahead. Like that's totally fine. You've made your bed. Don't take it personally that they're, again, not going to change their date. Yeah. Um, because you decided something and didn't communicate it. Yeah. You you changed your opinion mm -hmm. about wanting to attend the show, too. Yeah. It wasn't even like at the time it was up in the air. It was yeah, like, it wasn't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't want to support that company. I will not be going to that long yeah. show. Yeah. Um, and yeah, for OP, this bride, to have gone out of her way and asking so many people Hey, will will this date work for you? I didn't ask anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I literally was like, this date is basically our anniversary. It's the day before our seventh anniversary. Oh. So that sounds good to me. And I didn't ask anyone if they'd be free. I just said, this is our date. You better open up your schedule. Yeah. Well, and you're planning far enough in advance, typically with these things right. that there's, there's not a whole lot of conflict to be expected. What really like kind of pulls up again, I'm going to use the same phrasing, but tugs at my heartstrings hearing this one is that the mom is not even giving her the contact information for other the people, other guests. Right. That's so manipulative. Aunt Tammy won't come if I'm not there. Mom, like you're not that important. <laughs> and okay. So that is actually such a good mantra for everyone. I am not that important Yeah. because 
it works in so many different ways. First of all, like no one needs to change their plans for me. And if they're going to keep doing that, then great. I hope they have a wonderful time and I'll see you on the next one. Yeah, Go to your llama show, whatever, but don't keep other people from attending, including my own father, who you're now forcing to drive the llama trailer because you're saying that if he doesn't, you're going to die and it's all my fault. Yeah. That's it's, it's manipulative at that point. Yes, it is very manipulative behavior. And whether that's coming from a place that mom is aware of and has had treatment for, or if mom just needs to, needs to get some help with those Mm -hmm. obstacles in her life, it's time because this is her only daughter and you know, it seems like her only daughter only wants to get married once. And if you're not, if you're choosing not to be there and it sounds like maybe it's coming from a place of anxiety, Mm -hmm. like honestly of just not wanting to be around these people, not knowing how to handle that kind of event. Maybe mom just wants to be in her comfort zone, going to the llama show, operating with her llamas and, and doesn't want to get out of her comfort zone. And I mean, maybe mom, Maybe mom did want to go to the llama show and wasn't like, didn't feel comfortable saying, actually, I can't do that date. But if you're going to, you know, take that gamble and not communicate again, communicate, 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 then you have to accept that you might, there might be a day that doesn't work for you. Yes. And like find a different llama show to go to. Yeah. It's one year. Yeah. It's one year. And this is the wedding yeah so please be there (laughs) please dear mom uh please leave the llamas at home and come to my wedding yeah um yeah and so let's see top comment says call her bluff get the addresses send the save the dates keep planning your wedding yeah once she sees that you are going full steam ahead she should concede if she doesn't you have bigger problems than a wedding and that's kind of what I yeah. got from all of this was like, this is a personal problem that Ma has probably, and like she said, she didn't go to her, um, her, her graduation, her graduation from basic training mm-hmm. and all these different things. It does seem like an anxiety thing to me. And I don't want to diagnose. I'm just saying from a place of having anxiety, yeah. this I've ever held myself back from amazing experiences because I get in my head and I just, I want to stay in my comfort zone. Some kind of obstacle. I I like the word that you used there because again, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think as well, you know, with saying if I'm not there, then these guests that, you know, maybe through me or who I have their contact information won't come. What are, what are you then saying? You're saying these people don't care about your daughter about you. Mm hmm. Yeah. What does that imply? Yeah. Yeah. And that would be so painful to hear from your own mother of like, oh, well, I'm, I'm the one that matters more than you. And if I'm not there, then why would they go to the wedding? Yeah. Um, I don't know, mom, maybe to watch me get married, (laughs) maybe not to talk, maybe it's not about coming and chatting with you. Maybe it's about watching me walk down the aisle. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, so anyway, D I F Y D I F Y girl, like, and if that means mom and dad are missing out on one of the best days of your life that I'm so sorry you have us as a support system to talk to you about this like we have people including myself that are going through hard situations Mm -hmm. when it comes to family dynamics and weddings and so we are totally a safe place to talk about all these things with and feel supported and just like you're not alone in any of this because you're not um 
And unfortunately, these kind of issues arise more frequently than yeah. we're aware of. More than you expect. You know? I, I, I hope, uh, my heart goes out to them. I hope that they did just go full steam ahead yeah. and planned the wedding that they wanted. And whoever can make it wonderful, whoever can't, you know, let's celebrate it together another time. I just read a comment that says, this is nuts, but hire her competitors llamas to walk you down the aisle as your attendant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then someone responded to that. This is the way. Do you know what that's from? Uh, from Mandalorian. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah. I knew you'd know. Oh my gosh. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> they just had a new season, right? I think they're about to come out. They're about one. to. Maybe, okay. it, maybe it came out this weekend, actually. Ooh, I have something to look forward to. I did see the the trailer recently, okay. though. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I Exciting. Forgot. Yeah. Did you see Andor? No. Oh, my gosh. You have to watch it. No. And my old boss was, um, well, old boss turned close friend uh, was texting me about yeah. it as oh well at one point and i was just like oh my gosh this sounds so good i need to watch it even people that didn't get into star wars i think were watching that show that's amazing it the second half of the season really kept me on the edge of my seat yeah like yeah uh yeah i had rewatched the whole thing honestly okay i need to i need to turn that because there's so many home. little details and that's like the whole star wars plot line there's just like so many things that you can pick up every time you rewatch the shows and the movies that it's like oh my gosh this is helping it makes so much sense is that something you and jackson connect over yes yeah yeah he's is, my, yeah is it gonna find its way you know uh we might incorporate something star wars groom's into, cake i don't we're not doing a groom's cake not doing a groom's cake mm -mm. okay yeah uh the last few weddings i've been to the groom's cake doesn't get touched okay because it's too beautiful oh and people want it to just to stay they, pretty. They want it to yeah. stay beautiful. Yeah. Which is totally fair, but it's also like way more expensive than a normal wedding cake because it's so intricate. Intricate and all that so, fondant work. Yes. Usually exactly. I think it's fondant. Yeah, it's a lot of fondant typically yeah. because they'll do like a water burger or a soccer field yeah. or my cousin had the um, the Marvel with the, the infinity stone. Oh yeah. 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 The gauntlet, the infinity yeah. gauntlet. <laughs> the, 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 the babes yeah. on YouTube. I'm just like holding up my fist. <laughs> like, what is that thing? <laughs> this thing, you know him? You ever met this before? Uh, you know, you know who does a great, uh, groom's cake is Amber at, uh, Mimo's bakery. Yeah. She mm. did, um, she came to our showcase at the club and one of, there was one that I remember above all the rest, which was a, um, there was this really cute, like, Dia de los Muertos one, mm. but there was this one that was like a ramen bowl, Shut up. and it had like the you know the, the eggs the in egg. it oh and the God. noodles, and the spoon was even supported up by noodles that were coming it up from the bowl. It was a floating spoon. It was a floating spoon. That's talent. That's it like, was so so cool. That's like something you'd see on a cake sh baking show. Yeah, yeah. So, so shout out to Mimos. But. Oh my gosh, I actually think that had to be our last story because we're. We're pushing almost an hour and a half now. Oh my gosh. We, we have gone on, haven't we? <laughs> and I could keep going on forever, but... I could too. Um, I'm having so much fun here. Yeah. So I think that's I think that's it. I'm going to read one more comment okay. just because OP responded to this. So I have a weird sense of humor. So I'd send the llamas an invitation and mail it to her. <laughs> and then I just refused to engage with her further. You did everything right. She's being insane. Yeah. I, I don't want to use that word, but... And no sense in engaging her. 
OP says, haha, yes, that would be beautiful to send an invite to the llamas and not her. LOL. Yeah, it, it does. It sounds like she wants a reaction. So. And then someone else says, LOL, or give her a plus 100 instead of a plus one. <laughs> <laughs> All the llamas are welcome. No, because after the next couple shows, it's going to be 105 llamas. Yeah. Yes. If she's making dad pick up a llama everywhere he goes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that made me laugh. Oh my gosh. I mean, such a such a unique story. Yeah. It's it's really wonder it's really cool, I think, to to read all these stories that are out there on Reddit. Did you say wet it? Wet it. Wet mm -hmm. it, right? Mm -hmm. Wedding Reddit. Wet At it. first I was like, okay, um, Elmer Fudd, got it. And then I was like, Oh no, 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 wedding Reddit. <laughs> love. Twoo love. It's um, it's wet it season. It is, yeah, yeah. It is on Bridal Buzz. It's always wet it season, and yeah, I think it's like some of these stories are so things you never heard before. Yeah, and I think it's just such a reminder of like whatever I'm going through in my wedding planning, it could be worse than what someone else is going through. It could be easier, but we're just something is happening in everyone's lives. Yeah, there is something coming up in everyone's wedding planning. There's also so many moments worth celebrating. Mm -hmm. um, and it's hard for me to share those ones specifically on Reddit because they're very visually focused. It's people showing a lot of pictures of their wedding. Yeah. Not a lot of people write stories of like the beautiful moments. They'll share pictures. So that's it's a lot harder for me to talk about those on the podcast. If you're mm -hmm. wondering why we're sticking to more like outrageous situations. The, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole? Um, mm -hmm. It's because it's just there's a lot more... Uh, written story about that on yeah. Reddit. But yes, bridal babes, you're not alone. Your wedding planning is a unique journey and you are a unique person. And I just wanted to remind everybody of that. And yeah, I don't know how many times I can say that you're not alone. We are here to help support you. If you know, you're going through anything with family not accepting you or just family being unhinged for no, for llama drama reasons. Mm. Um, you know, I hope this podcast can become a place for you to feel the love where you're not feeling it from others. So thank you, Christian, for coming in. Thank and you for having me. Having so much fun with us today. If they want to find more from you, from your venue. Mm -hmm plug plug yeah that. yeah so um for all things fair oaks ranch you know you can follow us on instagram at uh fair oaks ranch golf cc mm -hmm. um on instagram we're also on facebook fair oaks ranch golf and country club and then you can also find us on you know wedding wire eventective uh you know a lot of the different um directories you know directories yeah. and then of course san antonio weddings yeah um check us out on youtube we don't really have a youtube channel but on the bridal buzz channel we did do a little feature yes. on fair oaks ranch so you can see a bit of the venue um hear a little bit more from me about what we do at the club and then even get to meet our executive chef and see mm. some of his culinary stylings yeah you'll be able to basically taste it through the video it's yeah, it's so mm. Reliving the moment in I my head right now. I am blessed to eat there every day. <laughs> Let me tell you. You're like, oh no, you want me to try a new menu offering? I'm like, oh, you changed the menu again. Oh no. <laughs> I need to try now everything. Now I just have to try it all. <laughs> <laughs> I have to try the salad first to see how it pairs with the steak after. Well, and it's January, so they're doing like a whole string of new year, new me items. Mm. You know, so of course you've still got like the 
you know, really fun, hearty items, uh, like the flatbreads with the chicken parm burrata and things like that. But now that, you know, it's the start of the year, people are, you know, starting with their resolutions, trying to, you know, maybe just eat a little bit cleaner or yeah. up their intake of certain More whole foods ma and... macro nutrients, things right. like that. Um, we have zoodles on the side with a lot of our fish dishes. Mm. We've done, we're adding cauliflower rice to the menu, okay. things like that. Okay. Plant-based diet yeah. friendly. <laughs> so there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of options. I love that. Oh my gosh. Okay. And if they want to like follow you as a person, are you, do you want to plug your Sure. Personal? Yeah. Um, on Instagram, I'm Christian Mingle official, hey. uh, pretty easy to find. <laughs> and that's pretty much the only platform that I actually use, yeah. you know, on, on Facebook, it's just my name, Christian Broughton. Yeah. Uh, but I'm pretty much a, a one platform guy outside of work. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I'm like, you're, I've been posting more on my personal Instagram, but it's just, it's, yeah. There, the people are, I'm lucky if I get to put anything out there because I just do so much for yeah. th this. Yeah, that's, I, I'm You're spending welcome. more of my time on yeah. everything else. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, thanks again for being here. And Bridal Babes, don't forget the buzz does not stop here. We are everywhere online, TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest. We have new episodes every week that are you know, kind of like this. We have somebody fun come in and react to some Reddit stories and just give you as much wedding advice as we can in the funnest way possible. So make sure you turn on those notifications, subscribe, leave us a review. I would actually just melt inside out if you left a review for us because it just means the world to me that you would be willing to support us in that way. So do it. I love you, and uh, we'll see you next time. So if you would, just wave to this camera here and say oh, hi. Oh, that one right there? Yeah. Oh, All wait, right. actually, oh, this one. This one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in the middle. All right, in the middle. Bye. 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 <laughs>